how do you create a successful business and a fulfilling life? In 2020, after leaving the corporate world once and for all, I founded my digital agency that replaced a six-figure income within just the first few months. Since then, I've coached thousands of entrepreneurs across the globe to do the same. Now I'm on a mission to teach others how an exceptional life is not only possible, but very achievable through entrepreneurship. Join me in this podcast as I interview industry experts to learn the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts of what it takes to become a great business owner and share some of the lessons I've learned along the way as well. Thank you for joining me and let's dive in. Hey guys, all right, another episode for the many masterclass sessions that I've been doing recently. This is a topic that I have become more passionate about, like really passionate about over the years. Um, and I would say a lot of it comes from one, my own experience as a business owner, and two, the opportunity to work with so many entrepreneurs, so many individuals who are creating their own businesses every single day. So getting the opportunity to hear the struggles that you all are facing, um, that you know you're you're navigating through in your own businesses and realizing how much of that we all similarly deal with. So the topic today is learning to let that shit go because I think all of us on one level or another have dealt with being excited about an idea or something that we're doing or something that we are wanting to move forward with and starting to talk about it, starting to get the idea out there and then maybe not getting the best response back, whether it is from absolute strangers, maybe on social media. Uh, I think they call them haters, <laughs> right? Um, people on social media, friends, family members, right? Individuals that are just in our lives. Uh, sometimes we get feedback that is not what we were hoping for. So I wanted to talk about that today, learning to just let go. I would say that this is one of the most powerful things that you can learn as an individual, but also as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. I have a belief that entrepreneurship is really just an ongoing, everlasting journey of personal development, because the best entrepreneurs that I know or the best business owners that I know are those that are actively engaged in trying to improve all areas of themselves, which by natural coincidence helps to improve their business as well. Right. Um, and I would say that learning to let go is something that you have to almost strengthen, right? It's, it's a muscle that you almost have to learn to strengthen and learn to become better with. Um, I'm, I'm going to take this down a little bit of a different pathway here just for perspective, because another topic that is almost like a buzzword, right, that we hear so often is something that we deal with called imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is when you have this, this feeling or this phenomenon as a entrepreneur or really like for anything that you're doing in your life, um, where you start to think, who am I to do this, right? Who am I to be the person that's running a business? Who am I to be the person that is 
posting on social media talking about these things? Who am I to be the person that is standing on stage in front of all of these business owners telling them about how to market their company, right? Who am I to teach others how to scale a business or, and I'm just throwing out ideas and and things that like have crossed my mind, right? But that, that uh, thought process or that phenomenon is called imposter syndrome. And it's something that I think every single one of us face. In fact, I know that we do. At each level of success, there's a new level of imposter syndrome, right? It's not necessarily something that just goes away. Rather, it's something that we learn to approach differently, right? For myself, and I can 1000% say this confidently because it's something that I have very, very intentionally and very consciously worked on strengthening. So for myself, I remember in like high school, in like the short period of time that I went to college and the early years, like my early, early twenties, when I was stepping into the corporate world in enterprise sales, that I had insane anxiety and insane anxiety also around public speaking Um, and not just public speaking on stage, but even public speaking, like in a public setting, like to the point where I remember in my first position in enterprise sales, knowing that if I wanted to be effective in this position, that I had to step out of my shell and learn to communicate and hold a conversation and build rapport. And so this is kind of embarrassing, but (laughs) I would literally write down on little three by five cards, like bullet point ideas for how to continue the conversation or thread the conversation so that I could help add value and like, you know, keep the conversation rolling because my anxiety would just take over and it was crippling. Right. And so that's something that I've had to actively strengthen over the years. Whereas now I can ramble on just about any topic with anyone. right? Um, But the reason that I'm talking about that though, is because it's a similar concept with, um, learning to let things go. So with that example, right, the the crippling anxiety, over time, that anxiety that I feel when I'm about to, let's say, step on stage to speak to a group of entrepreneurs, or when I am about to get on a Zoom meeting even with a potential client, or go meet with, you know, I, I just got back from a meeting with um, you know, potential strategic partners, right? Any of those things, guess what? It still triggers this little seed of anxiety in me that beforehand I would allow to trigger this crippling effect. Whereas now it's something that I have trained my mind and trained myself to let it trigger this confidence in me, right? Um, and if there's a lot of different terms for this, uh, many of you listening are probably familiar with the term, your confidence character, right? Um, that Jeff Lerner talks about a lot, which is, uh, Jeff Lerner 
is a phenomenal example of this, right? As an entrepreneur who has really talked about this idea of building this, this skill around how to deal with potential imposter syndrome, right? <clears throat> so anyways, it's the same type of idea when it comes to letting things go. And here's what I'm talking about. I'll give this example. Um, when I was first running my agency, when I very, very first started, so um, in early 2020, I was not running my agency the way that I would do it now, <laughs> right? I've, I've learned a lot of things through trial and error, which is fantastic. But um, when I first started, I was taking a lot of the responsibility, not only of the sales of new clients coming in, but also the fulfillment of the services for the clients that I was working with. I mean, it was a one-man show. I was doing it myself at that point, right? And um, there was a, a situation in the agency where I had to make a decision, realizing that I was doing things in a way that was going to ultimately lead to my burnout because I didn't have 25 thousand hours in a day. Uh, I mean, that's obviously an exaggeration, but the idea of it was I had more work that needed to be completed in a day, in a week than I was able to do myself. And so much so that I was not at a point that I could even think about hiring an assistant or hiring someone and training them because I knew if I took the time to train them, I would be letting these things fall through the cracks, these responsibilities, right? So I ultimately had to make the decision. I um, I let go a, a lot of the clients that I was working with and, and then decided to rebuild it the right way, which I'm so glad I did um, because it's been made all the difference. But that being said, during that time, I had to have some pretty difficult conversations with these clients that I was working with. And um, there were situations where, you know, I, I mean, you, as you can imagine having the conversation of saying like, Hey, I know that you hired me to help do this thing, but to be honest, I don't have the bandwidth to do this thing. So I'm either going to have to, you know, give you a refund or we need to figure out some other type of, of like scope of work here. Right. And that would not be maybe the most happy conversation for <laughs> for an agency client to have, right? Um, <clears throat> so I remember dealing with those and feeling just like a lot of stress and a lot of like anxiety and and really a lot of stress, like from the people pleasing side of me, the, a lot of stress around like, oh man, these people are going to be pissed. Like they're going to be so upset. I'm going to be letting people down. I'm going to be like, you know, X, Y, Z, all of these thoughts running through my head. And you know what I realized? Like, because I remember waking up the like the morning of all of those conversations, because I scheduled those hard conversations all in one day. <laughs> and I remember waking up that morning and just thinking like, I'm going to die before I have to go through all of these meetings, like before I have to have all of these really hard conversations. This is too difficult. I'm not going to make it through. But then guess what happened? Time passed. The hours went past. The meetings happened. The conversations happened. The end of the day happened. And there was an outcome. Some of them went really well. Some of the conversations went really poorly, but you know what? At the end of the day, I was still there. I was still a business owner. I was still, you know, 
uh, working with some of the clients that it went well with and not working with some of the clients that it didn't go well with. Right. Um, and time went on and time went on. And I think that that really taught me that regardless of how maybe difficult the perceived situ or, or sorry, how difficult I perceive the situation to be, time will still go on. And I've read it so many times before that when you stress about stress before there's even stress to stress about, it's really just a disservice to us, right? It doesn't affect anybody else but ourselves. And it's almost poisonous to ourselves, right? So what I have learned from that piece or from that experience is that when there is something that happens, when there is a situation that comes up or when there are anxious or maybe stressful feelings that come up, oftentimes those feelings are derived from the unknown, from not knowing what the outcome is going to look like or not knowing what the solution might look like. And so what I have done or what I've begun practicing over the years to really tackle this more effectively and more professionally and in a more efficient manner is a couple of different things. So I'll give those to you. The very first is understanding that those feelings oftentimes come from just not knowing, right? From not knowing. So the one thing that I can do that I do have control over in that situation is to figure it out, right? Uh, and what I mean by that is what can I understand from this? What can I learn from this? Or what what do I know about this situation, right? And making a list of that, like making a list of, well, here's the things that I do have control over. Here's a list of the things that I can, you know, control or manage or direct or guide or whatever, right? Um, and then the second thing that I do, and sometimes I do this, on, you know, with pen and paper, writing it down. And sometimes I just do this mentally, um, you know, either with like thinking it through myself or talking through it with someone else, my uh, COO, uh, who's like my right-hand man or my wife. Like I talk through a lot of things with her as well. Um, but what I do is talk through what all of the potential outcomes could be, what they could be. And not only what they could be, but also what the potential solution to those outcomes could be. So I like to play the, in the worst case scenario, this is what might happen. And this is what I would do if that happened, right? So that my conscious and subconscious mind has a little bit of reassurance, but also a plan of action. Because I know that I have made it through every single one of my worst days. I have made it through every single one of the situations that life has thrown at me that I thought I would never make it through. And so having even just an idea of a game plan, even if it's a theoretical outcome, gives me a level of reassurance. And I know the same is true for anyone listening to this as well. Remind yourself that you have made it through every single one 
of your worst days, every single one of them. You have also made it through every single difficult situation, every difficult conversation, every horrible circumstance that life has thrown at you, you have made it through. So remind yourself that, that you are stronger than you think you are. You are capable of accomplishing more than your mind maybe tells you sometimes. And you have the absolute power to step into these situations with confidence, with a clear mind, and make it through, right? Make it through because that's what really being an entrepreneur is, right? Is getting shit done, being as scrappy as we can be, and being really creative when, you know, when sometimes things don't go the way that we planned originally. All right. I hope that was helpful for you and is a valuable lesson um, as it has been for me over the years of my journey. Hey, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Marketing Mastermind. If you took away any little golden nuggets or took down a mental note of any pieces that you loved from this episode, it would mean so much to me if you wouldn't mind sharing this with a friend, sharing it on your social media, or if you feel so inclined, rate and review this podcast. That is the best way to show your love and support and to get the podcast out there to more listeners. So I greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and I will see you on the next episode.